I'm sorry. It's still game week. We're still here. Daniel's here. I'm here. It's even closer. It's even, even closer. closer to the game. Some may say we are just inching our way to the glory mm. that is Georgia football beholden on our screens. Uh, I'm in a good mood. You should be in a good mood. We're talking about are we nervous about anything? Big picture. Are we excited? What are we excited about? What's going to stop us? Is there concern? Uh, and then why we are going to be perfect in steamboat race Hello. every single person. Well, there you go. In America. Next on Lockdown Bulldogs. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. It is so good to be here. It's so good to have you. It's so good to tell you that this episode brought to you by the fine folks over at FanDuel. More about them in a second. Um, Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for being a part of the show, for being a part of the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. My man over there, Clint, is so enthusiastic about this game about this football season that's happening here. He went ahead and just took the phrases steamroll and boat race, and he just merged them into one steamboat race. I was going to make make a comment. I was going to try to edit it, but thank you for pointing out that I just— No, we're just doing steamboat race, everybody. I am in a— We're going to race them in a steamboat. You understand? You take whatever mode of transportation you want— which we will be that, on a steamboat. We can confirm. We can confirm that I've we will be on, on a steamboat. steamboat. Um, we're talking. Brady today, Quinn has, and <laughs> we're we're going to talk about the offense today, Clint. We're going to talk about this the University of Georgia football team offense. Okay. Yes. yes. There are some things about this offense that make us rest easy. I'm talking about just peaceful nights, sleep, mm. no worries. There are some things about this offense that maybe bubble the anxiety a bit to the surface that make us reach for that trusty friend, the bucket. The bucket. And then in the third segment for the 199, we're going to talk to you about our overall level of confidence in this offense, not just for Tennessee Martin Week, but obviously for the entire season, including the SEC Championship game and the college football playoff, which Georgia will inevitably find themselves in at the end. So, Clint, I, I'll, I'll let you kick things off. When you think about this offense, mm-hmm. what, are, what is your, the biggest thing about this offense? And it can be a player. It can be a, an intangible. It can be a scheme. It can be anything you, any direction you want to go. What about this offense makes you rest easy? Here's what makes me rest easy, and it's a concept, and it because it's it's a couple key players in very skilled positions and very important positions. Um, the floor of this offense, I rest very easy on Daniel. Mm. The floor. Mm. We you are sleeping on the floor. Be, I'm sleeping. I'll eat <laughs> off the floor. My man, as Kirby asks us to do, I'll yeah. sleep on the floor. I'm like. I'm like Count of Monte Cristo. I don't know what a mattress is anymore. Yeah. I've just been sleeping yeah. on that floor. You don't know what that is. Go check out the book. Go check out the movie. Um, no, the floor for this offense, Daniel, is going to be quite high. I think worst case scenario, 
we get in a position where it, it's it's Carson Beck doesn't have it in a game or, or isn't the guy or we have to go through quarterback system or the Mike Bobo system, which is Todd Munkin 2.0, all those concerns that everybody else has out there. Let's just entertain them for a moment. I don't sure. have those concerns. You don't have those concerns. Sure, but let's sure, entertain sure. them for a moment. This offensive line and the skill, Brock Bowers, we we had a we had a a, a nice little pontification from Coach Kirby and Brock saying, hey, Brock, you want to play running back? And Brock said, I don't, okay, I don't care. He, he going to get some carries. I'm not sure if he's going to play running back, but my man going to get some carries, okay? I think I think the floor, even if we were to have to gut out a couple of wins, mm. even mm-hmm. if we were to have to get it close, I think 21, 25 points is still the floor because of the abject talent. I trust myself. If there was a lion in between me and Cedric Van Prant, or, or, or Cedric Van Prant between me and a lion, is. that yep. lion going down. And, yeah, not and a I problem. have no problem. It's not a problem. That offensive line and the skill positions makes this floor. The worst case scenario, I feel really good about, Daniel. Yeah, you you part you you kind of lead me right into mine, and that is it, it is a it is up front. It all begins up front with this offense. And um when when you're built around the best offensive line in America, when you're built around did you see Last week, um, our man Michael Williams came out and met with the media. He was asked about which offensive lineman was the scariest. He he didn't he didn't take the bait. He wouldn't do it. Maria Taylor's got those boys trained. Just they're oh, not going to answer. They know your dumb they questions. Know. He didn't take the bait. But then he was asked specifically about Amarius Mims, and this and the smile on Michael Williams' face indicated everything that we needed to know. That's this Amarius Mims guy is is the guy. Like, he's he's not a normal sized human person, right? This is a this is a this is a guy that makes Jordan Davis look small, legitimately look small. It's terrifying. And um quickness, footwork, technique. When the offensive line is what this offensive line is, just big nasties in the middle with Tate Ratledge and Xavier Trust, just guys, Micah Morris going to get some run, maybe Dylan Fairchild going to get a little play in there. When just nasty dudes like in the middle, and then you got guys like Ernest Green that said Van Prince said may have the best footwork on the team. Oh, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what was that? Okay. So okay. <clears throat> now we're talking a about a unit where – yeah, you're right, Clint. It's it raises the floor so much for an offense because let's say we endure a myriad of injuries at the skill positions. Like we go okay. through a, a horrifying bout of turf toe. Right? And we're this offense still runs. It still hums because it all starts up front. You're able to run the ball, you're able to establish a pocket. You're able to buy time for simple uh, routes to develop and guys to get open and move the football in space. So there's nothing about this offense as skilled as guys like Brock Bowers are. And as much as I do not worry about some of the things that you mentioned that other people worry about, the thing that makes me rest the easiest about this offense is certainly the offensive line. It's not even close, Daniel. We have, we have Mim should be first round talent, top 20 again. Ernest Green, best footwork. I mean, that's he now has he seen some tackles, Daniel? Now is that important? 
Is that in, footwork? Is that important when you're playing on the outside out there? The offensive tackle. Hmm. Bring it, hell, Perkins. I'm waiting for you. You hmm. will be shut down. Uh, we're going to come talk about what might give us a little bit of consternation, a little bit of worry on the offensive side. But first, these. And these are, in fact, better help. Better help. This show and episode is brought to you by, sponsored by BetterHelp. One more time, this show is brought to you by BetterHelp. Uh, I want you to, to think for a moment. Maybe mm -hmm. you're in a time, maybe maybe you you got that candle out, you got the robes on, and you are having a crisis of faith right now about Georgia Bulldogs. And if that's what you're having a crisis of faith, that's what Daniel and I are here for. We, we can talk you We are qualified side. to walk you through that situation. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very, very easy. If you need anything else besides that... Any other subject. Don't come talk to Daniel. We're not I. the ones. We're okay. not the ones. Uh, we're not the ones. Um, this episode, like I said, is brought to you by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash locked on college and get on your way to being the best self possible. When you need a little bit of extra motivation, when you need some extra uh, confidence and, and some insight from somebody else that is able to give you that way that they are so wise, they are so helpful, that is where you go to better help and give online therapy a try. When you are faced with life's tough choices and when the path forward isn't easy and clear, get over there, help them deal with those decisions around career relationships, anything else not related to football. That's what we have here. But trust yourself into the decisions that align with your values. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. Let therapy be your map with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on college today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp help.com slash locked on college. Okay, now let's let's the bubble guts. <clears throat> the bubble guts are here. Things right here. are not sitting well. My I'm arm on. has mm -hmm. a has a little little tendonitis from yep. the bucket. From just grasping the bucket gets heavier and heavier as we go. It does. Angle. It, it does mm -hmm. get heavier and heavier. Um what are you nervous about? What do you what have what has a little bit of worry on this offensive side of the ball? Well, <clears throat> I do think that there are some legitimate nerves around the the depth and dependence on a on on a few guys in the skill position realm right like when you are there's no other Brock Bowers in college football there are not they they don't exist and we are very high on Oscar Delp and we love Oscar Delp but when, if Georgia were to become incredibly dependent on, say, Brock Bowers, on, say, Lad McConkey, these guys that have proven that they are the guy, you don't want your offense to be very dependent on just a handful of people. You want to be diverse, you want to be multiple, and you want to have options. Now, do we? Do I think that there's good depth at wide receiver? I absolutely do. Do I think Oscar Delp is? But Kirby mentioned it just in his just in his presser for Tennessee Martin this week. He mentioned if you're going to run twelve personnel, you better have four tight ends. You can't run. He's he's like you can't put in. You can't install a bunch of twelve personnel if you don't have four tight ends. Why? 
because tight ends get beaten up during the course of a season. They get slammed on by by just massive human beings in the trenches. And they're not all 6'8", 265 like Darnell Washington. And so you better have some guys right now, Georgia... With the with the injury to Lucky Lawson, you, Georgia's sitting on Brock Bowers, Oscar Delp, obviously one and two, and then Pierce Berlin as a third guy. That's not four. Oh, that's oh, not I, what you want. Was, was, oh, okay. And so <clears throat> we've all been assuming that the twelve personnel was going to continue to play a massive role in this offense. Will it? Will we be able to run it as much as we want? Again, lack of depth at critical skill positions, I think, could be the thing that makes me the most anxious about this offense. Yeah, if you're going to do Todd Munkin 2.0 and Mike Bobo 3.0 and his his renaissance of coming up with offense, you need the personnel to run the type of plays that you want to play. Again, you run to set up the pass, you pass to set up the run. It is balanced. It is not just centric on one thing, but you need to have the dudes to load out there to get it going. And if you don't, it really does limit your playbook. Now, all of a sudden, because... And this is just a hint. This is both a shot at you, Tennessee fan, and to comment that we are not like you. You can have an offense that is one, two, read, and go, and that's your entire offense. And then throw in a little bit of, you know, off tackle right, off tackle left, zone left, zone right. Um, But that's not what we want to run because that offense gets shut down real easy when you play disciplined defenses. Do you remember it, Georgia fans? Do you remember? (laughs) You remember. We don't have to remind you. You remember. remind you that the game was – was done with four minutes to the half Mm -hmm. four minutes to the half and the game was over for Tennessee. Mm -hmm. We all knew that. Um, It is, this is my biggest worry too, Daniel. We're, we're, we're mind melding one more time. Let me try to extend this a little bit more. We have a very, very deep talented wide receiver room. Lad McConkey, all SEC type player. Oh, absolutely. Dylan Bell, Rosemi, all of these guys can Mm -hmm. ball rah, rah and love it. But we can't just rely on them doing an offense that is one, two, and go because they're going to – we're going to roll guys over to Brock Bowers. Brock Bowers is taken out. Wide receivers are taken out because they don't get threatened by that personnel grouping. We can't mismatch. We can't rotate guys in and make the defense rotate in. The defense gets to keep their guys they want to play. Mm-hmm. We're not pressing the action on them. It gets real hairy in a hurry, mm-hmm. Daniel. Uh it bucket does. comes out in massive quantities. And and if you look back again, the wide receivers have a set. They get rotated out. The tight ends last year, just look at last year's offense. And that's what we wanted to replicate. Well, right now, if you were to ask me, how are we going to hit hockey line two and three? Third round, third line hockey line isn't there to come out. But that's a no. third or a quarter of a playbook. That's right. Well, you, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. It oh, is no. my concern. It is his concern as well. Uh, first it's, two weeks, Daniel, we got, we got two weeks. We got to get two healthy. weeks. We need to get okay. healthy. We need to, we're need. we going to talk about this on Friday. Kendall what? Milton, <clears throat> you, your hamstring is not good to go this week. Bubble wrap. It's a bubble wrap situation. We're going to we'll check back. Um, uh, it, it, I would be amiss if I didn't, if I ended this segment about what on this offense makes me nervous 
He's going to he's going to fan out here for a second without just going ahead and saying Carson Beck might turn the ball over 100 times. Like it might he might do it. He might do that. Georgia fans, you've watched, you've seen. Now do I think he's going to do it? No. Do I think do I trust in the process and the development of Carson Beck that he's grown and he's learned since those times that we have seen those types of plays from him? in um in the game reps that he's gotten yes but he might he might just do it and i'm gonna have a bucket close by in case he does he so. throws um he throws a pick in, in the first two weeks daniel and um check back on friday Check back with me on Friday. Nervous. Don't sleep on. Don't sleep on. Check back uh, on we're Friday. Gonna, we're going to come back after this and have overall confidence of this offense. But first, these. And these, Daniel, I don't know how we can go an entire season without talking about FanDuel. Well, Daniel. we wouldn't want to because FanDuel is the official sportsbook partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's the official sportsbook partner of We're here. Locked On Bulldogs. Sportsbook. And we um, bet a lot. We, as, <laughs> as we saw from week zero, we, we took okay, some Okay, now flyers. listen, week <laughs> And Big it wasn't zero, y'all. We couldn't do it. It wasn't fantastic, but that's okay. Don't worry. Don't fear. Weeks one, two, three, ongoing. We're gonna get. We're gonna take care of y'all. I promise. It's you. coming. Hey, and you know what? Come. You know what? All year that graphic's gonna be up. We're people of integrity. We're not gonna be out here lying to you about how many times running. we hit and how many times we don't hit. We got. I ain't running. We are. We're going to own it. Clint's zero and right. two right now. I am zero and one. And um, it's okay. It was a tough week. It was a preseason. FanDuel is the place that you want to go to get ready for this college football season. Get in on all of the action, spreads over, unders, parlays. There's still some time to get some action on some season win totals if you go right now real quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and FanDuel has it all. So go there right now, fanduel.com slash locked on fanduel. New customers with $5 get $200 in bonus bets, and all customers who bet $5 get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Best time. They want you to have free things. They want you to have things that are free. Fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with the Fanduel. All right, Daniel, right. let's talk about uh, overall confidence that we have in this offensive system. Let's do that. But first, let's greet the 199. Mm. Look, this is the time of season. 199, we, sh- we should tell them. Daniel, here's how here's how to do it, 199. Okay. Get over on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Send us a DM on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Follow us. Dogs Podcast, you see it right down At here. At Dogs Podcast, right there on, on the Twitters. And and tweet us, direct message, hey, I want to join the Pick'em League. Last year... Mm-hmm. We gave out some merch. It's all, it it's all set up. T-shirt from the merch store, from the 199 merch store. T-shirt to the winner, coming to you if you win the Pick'em League. Clint and I will be in it. You you think you're better than us? You think you're you think you know Probably. more than us? Hey, listen, the Pick'em oh. League is not for you if you are scared. If you're no. scared, don't enter the Pick'em League. Scared okay? money don't make money, Daniel. It's not. That's not who we're trying to get. So messages on Twitter. LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com if um, you want to uh, send us a message on the email as well. That's exactly right. Um, uh, join the Pick'em League. Hello to the 199. 
overall confidence in this offense, Clint. We could do this however you want. We could do the scale of zero to one hundred. We could do this on a, a letter grade system. Oh, but <clears throat> I'm just gonna say my overall confidence in this offense, honestly, going into the season, I probably I'm probably gonna put at like an eighty five. I I have some concerns. Like I I don't have fears necessarily but i have concerns i'm not angry i'm disappointed you know what i'm trying to say let me ask you something would would that have still been at 85 had you not had the news of the last two weeks branson hurts (sighs) it hurts i'm not gonna lie i I went to a dark place i have not even gone through any level of processing with that it I is went, pure avoidance. I went to a dark place. But I honestly don't think it's going to. I honestly don't think it. It Ultimately, I don't think it does anything to the song. Okay. I don't okay. think it, it moves the needle at all. I hate it for the kid, mostly. I hate it for me, secondarily, because he's maybe my favorite offensive player. And um, I don't think it hurts the offense, though. As a By the way, I, I think you're right. I think that my confidence, I'm, um, the floor is pretty high. I, it doesn't go down, but Daniel, how, how does this, how does this match with, we were on a podcast saying that 42 points a game might be our average. How does that jive with 85%, 85 on a confidence level rating? I think the high scoring games are going to be there. Yeah. So, don't hear me not say I think this offense is going to go out and absolutely wow some people. Absolutely drop some jaws. But I think the confidence that you began to develop with Stetson Bennett was that there was mm. not going to be a a letdown. There was not His bonehead going to plays, be. those interceptions, those picks were the the absolute outlier not the rule at any point i think this offense the reason it's an 85 is because i think this offense has an egg to lay in it i'm not i'm not sure that they will lay that egg this season i can tell you the game right now but i but i think there's an egg to lay if they lay an egg what's it going to be clint auburn you are terrified. My man is terrified. No one tell Zach Blackerby about how Clint is feeling about the Auburn game. Please do not. He does not that need D- to that know. That DB group is terrifying to me, Daniel. There's a there's an egg to be laid by this offense. And so that's why I think, yes, Georgia could score more than 40 in eight games or whatever it was we predicted on that schedule. They could also score 13 with three turnovers in a game. <laughs> and that's not good. Well, you've heard it here first, Locked On Bulldogs. Daniel predicts that Georgia doesn't make the playoff after two losses to Missouri again and Kentucky. Oh, uh, Missouri again. As if uh, we, we lost to Missouri. My bad. My bad. Miss, miss, uh, 
misspeaking. Um, Daniel, the confidence of the floor is pretty high, but the confidence is, yeah, I, I was going to put it at 80 because here are the Carson Beck is still the question mark. Now, I have high hopes for it, but if you were to get me in my sobered state, which was before we started recording and I got worked up in a ladder and I said steamboat uh-huh. race. Yeah. Which um, I regret nothing about that. <laughs> uh, 80. Because I don't know what he's going to be doing right now. You can't tell me definitively because he hasn't done it yet. Just like you were nervous about Stetson, just like we were nervous about JT Daniels, just we're nervous about everybody. This running back room situation is real consternation for me. Kendall Milton's injury, I think, is going to be all season long a question mark, which the moment he pulls up on some sort of run and he gets in the open field and he goes out of bounds, I will have a a iPhone, uh, you know, width hole in my wall. (laughs) Um, Just hope that none of your loved ones are seated near you at that Uh, moment. They know better. They They know know They know the dog moves to the other side of the room. They know the splash zone, so to speak, (laughs) at SeaWorld. Okay. That's right. That's right. Um, It's it's not unlike going to SeaWorld, watching you watch a Georgia game. Just to be fair, it's not unlike it. This animal shouldn't be here. Why did we invite him? At one point, (laughs) someone's dangling a fish on a string over your head at some point when you're watching the game. Uh, people are coaxing me out. People of, love the banter. Well, they love the, the one banter. Night. People are like, come on out, Clint. Come on. <laughs> come on. Someone throws a ball and tries to get you to hit it with your nose. A... Uh, What's happened to the podcast? Off <laughs> rails. Hey, everybody. We thanks see- for joining us. <laughs> yep. Locked on Bulldogs. We'll be seeing you. Locked on Podcast Network. We'll see you tomorrow where I swear we will do better, but probably not. Uh, thanks it. for joining Talk us. Talking about the we'll defense tomorrow, though. The defense. Join us. Come back and, and, and watch the ladder get even. Oh, it's going to get listening. steamy. It's going to get steamy. See you then.